Knowlesdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College Sports. All right, Charger Nation. I say it every week, but this time I actually mean it. We now welcome on a very special guest. The Titan of Tackling, the quarterback of the cover two, the Baron of the Big Stick, the Earl of the Earhole, the Sultan of Stuff, the Patriarch of Punishment, the Liaison of Laying the Wood, the Thief of the Three and Out, the Marquis of the Middle, the Meathead's Meathead, number five, Senior Linebacker, Nate, Night Night Jones. Nate, how the heck are you, man? Doing well. Thank you for having me on. So, first question, big time softball, which of those epithets was your favorite? You got to get up to Mike also. Yeah, I'm just thinking uh, that was a lot there. Um, I liked Meathead of the Meatheads. Um, Meatheads Meathead? Yeah, that one. That one really spoke to me. Um, So... Props to you for the creativity. Do you concur? Are you a meathead's meathead? Uh, I don't think so, but I just thought that was um, funny because it was very redundant. So you don't think that you're a meathead? Not particularly, no. What's your GPA? I'm just kidding. Uh, dude, so first things first, big time shutout against Walsh. Congratulations. Thank you very much. 30-0, to zero, that's got to feel great as the line, as the middle linebacker. Uh, feels, feels good as a defense to post a shutout against a good team like Walsh and uh, a whole collective effort to really shut them down. I think we held them to less than 100 yards of total offense throughout the entire game, so it was a collective effort and uh, good good to get things rolling on the defensive side. Back-to-back, just off awesome performances from the defense, 14 against Lake Erie in the home big-time homecoming victory. So uh, I understand that you're coming off the game with a little bit of an injury. Do you want to talk about that? Not really. Uh, we'll be good to go next Saturday. I won't worry too much about it. So, But we're feeling good. We're feeling good. Okay. All right. If you see Nate around uh, around campus, just watch the hamstring perhaps. Yeah. Be, be careful. All right. So uh, how are we feeling going into this week coming off of two wins? Uh, going into Concord, I've never even – I don't know anything about Concord. Do you get? Do you guys at this point? Uh, what I know is they uh, they're a good football team. They got some athletes. Uh, they played in they play in Notre Dame uh, College's conference, um, who we mm. played in the playoffs mm-hmm. last year. Um, but I know they're a hungry team. They're coming off a couple losses, I think. Um, but we're just trying to keep everything rolling on our end. We're worried about what we have to do to get better, fix our mistakes and uh, get better each week so that we can be a better football team no matter who we're playing. Did someone like prep you before this interview to just be a straight shooter the whole time? I'm just wondering if we're going to ever sort of get 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 into it at all. Next question. Next question. Okay, <laughs> has Hillsdale ever played Concord before? What's going on? Uh, not that I know. How did this happen? Uh, I believe uh, after Malone uh, had to cancel their program uh, last um, winter, uh, it was kind of Kind of a thing that happened out of the blue, but um, I think we were looking for games, and Concord came up on an available date, and we we booked them. I'm looking at the rest of your schedule. It doesn't. Do you guys not have bye weeks? You don't have a bye week period. I don't think we. I thought maybe you, week you've one had one was in the, the past, bye week, right? But I don't. I don't think we have one this year. We've had bye weeks in the past, but this year we were supposed to have a bye week. Um, where Northwood was, 
and uh, but we got Northwood an open date, and so do we. So I think it's usually teams don't have bye weeks uh, at the Division two level. So you know every game you can get in counts because you know most other of the other teams will have a game for playoff implications. So it's really important to play to not have a bye week. Basically, we had one my our freshman year, I think. Yeah, we had one freshman year. That was the only ten game season we've had. So yeah, usually, so. usually teams are looking to having a full eleven game schedule for best opportunity to make the playoffs. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, looking ahead, who are you most looking forward to playing the rest of the season? Concord. Okay, thank you. I was just not even not even going to call out Finley or Tiffin, nothing like that. Just looking ahead to next week. Hey, we got to get better tomorrow at practice. All right, Bill Belichick. Come on, dude. Uh, all right. We'll try to have some fun here. Uh, you've, you have two interceptions this year. That is correct. You Do you just not feel like scoring? Why, why don't you bring it back to the house? You know, that that is a good point. This is the first interception, I think, that I've actually returned for positive yards at Hillsdale College. Usually I catch it and I get tackled right away on the, on the three or four interceptions I've had before. Not to brag. Um, not to brag. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked more athletic than the interception against Kentucky Wesleyan last year where I tried to stay in the end zone and looked like I was um, intoxicated and fell over. Um, but that was intentional. Mm-hmm. Let let the record show that that was an intentional move to stay in the end zone um, and not run out of the end zone and get tackled right away. But um, I'm not used to having the ball in my hands and running a lot, so um, getting 22 yards was, was pretty exhilarating. Oh, you know the exact yardage, too. Uh, something like that. You're like, oh, no, it's literally <laughs> roughly, 22. Roughly. I, okay, so I, did you, were you not? I was counting while I was I was going to say, every stride <laughs> is like a yard and a half. You're just like, one, two, and then, and then you're like, did you see that 22-yard scamper? Right. Um, okay, so did you, did you just tuck and run and then just tuck and get run, going? And then I, I saw um, one of the wide receivers on the left side coming to tackle me. And the quarterback was in front of me. And I really wanted to go and hit the quarterback just because just, just, just that's fun. But then I saw the guy next to me, um, and I tried to run him over, but I didn't do that very successfully. You are listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, talking to Nate Jones about his ball carrier abilities. Uh, so when's the last time that you like ran with the ball in a game? High school. Um, what did you play in high school? I played – so freshman through junior year, I played center on the offense. And then senior year, I played tight end. And then – so defensively, I play, I didn't play anything really freshman year. Um, but sophomore through senior year, I played uh, inside linebacker. So not until – I mean, I had a couple interception returns in high school where I ran with the ball. But senior year, I actually caught, I think, three passes. So that was a very limited experience with the ball in space. So now that you've got a taste of being a ball carrier, are you going to talk to Coach and see if he can get some reps uh, as a tight end, maybe t- split some time with Marty? That'd be fun. That would be fun. If if it would help out the team, I'd absolutely be all for it. Do you want me to put in a word for you? If you could. I that, think I have if, some sway. If you in have the a lot of pull with Coach Otter, that uh, <laughs> I'd investigate that on your behalf. You know what? I'm certain that he – has no idea who I am, mm-hmm. but I might I might shoot him an email. You are the booming onion, so. Oh, okay. Do you want, do you want to talk about this or? No, no. I was just saying. That's just. A, are are you a, are you hijacking the interview now, Martin? No, I'm not. I'm just saying that you're you're pretty important. I was I was being serious. Thanks, dude. Um, 
so Marty is like afraid of talking to his teammates on the air. And I'm like, I don't really get it. Uh, but that being said, you're obviously defensive stud. Marty is mediocre on offense. Uh, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say that. He'll find the end zone eventually. We'll make it happen. He scored a couple times last year. Man. Absolutely did. And then one of them got called back in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I believe that happened. Thank but you. Thank you. So how close how close are like how close are the offensive side of the ball and defensive side of the ball? Because you hear about in the NFL, like guys on defense are together, guys on offense are together, and then they don't really cross the aisle, so to speak. So is the whole team, is it just a unit, or are you closer with the defensive guys, not as close with the offense, or what? I mean, you're you're closest with your position group, definitely, because you spend the most time. You're in meeting rooms all the time with them every single day. Um, and then probably the defense second is what who you're – or the offense, depending on which side of the ball you're on, you're closer with. Um, but really in special teams is where it gets mixed up and you really get to um, play a lot with the other the other guys on the team and really get to um, bond with them, I guess, on the football field for, for a sense. But um, we're a pretty uh, together unit, both offense and defense. I mean, in camp you're, and in spring ball, you're really competing against your every, each other every day to try and make each other better. And the tensions can get a little high when you hit the same guys over and over and over again. Um, but in the season, everyone's uh, looking to make everyone better um, and have the best possible outcome. So it's really rooting for each other at the same time. We don't spend that much time practicing against each other, um, but when we do, we're looking to make each other better. What point during the summer do you guys come back for camp? First or second week in August. So you're here for like three weeks with no one else. Yeah, uh, there's a couple other teams that come in early. I think volleyball comes in like a week before school starts and – track or cross country does too but it's mostly just us how tense does that get when you're just with the same people day and night for three weeks straight it's actually a lot of fun camp's a lot of fun just to hang out with all the boys um for a couple weeks and have no worries other than football you play foot you have football from seven in the morning until nine o'clock at night and then you hang out um play uno with your buddies or whatever or watch a little bit of tv before you go to bed in a half hour or so um, it's a lot of fun. We have a good time. Mostly Uno, or do you uh, venture into other card games? Euchre, occasionally. Okay, who's the best Euchre player on the team? Uh, I haven't played with more than six different guys on the uh, team. Out, so of, out of those guys? Out of those guys? Would you say you're up there? Uh, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I make my fair share of mistakes in the Euchre, at the Euchre table. Mm -hmm. But uh, Javon's a pretty good Euchre player. Really? Martin's a pretty good Euchre player. Um Joe Phillip, another good Euchre player. So there's some smart cats on the team. It's hard to outwit them, especially in Euchre. When is Joe going to get back on the field? When he's healthy. That's it? Like, do, do we have a timetable? I'm just wondering. That's a, that's up to Joe and the training staff. Um, whenever he's good to go, we're, we'd love to have him back. Jeez, dude. Okay. Bryce has done a good job, though. He has. Bryce, he's been, he's been absolutely. killing it. Uh, he hasn't gotten as much attention for his game day videos this year. Have you have you noticed that? I've only seen one video. I think he's only made far, one. But I understand he's locked in for the game plan that day, mm -hmm. ready to go. Made some big kicks this past Saturday, so hey, I'll, I'd rather have big kicks on Saturday than some sweet game day videos. But you know, both are nice. Uh, what feels better, getting a pick or just laying the wood on someone? Laying the wood on someone. That's the best feeling in football, I think. Well, winning, 
mm-hmm. laying the wood on somebody, everything else. Do you have a do you have a specific hit that comes to mind when you're thinking about just a massive, uh, just blowing a guy up? Uh, yeah, there there's one in particular. Um, sophomore year against McKendry, um, there was a. No, it was, well, no, McKendree was the, the crossing route was an even oh, bigger one. Um, crossing route against McKendree, the dude didn't see me. He threw quarterback through late over the middle, and I was up out ahead of it, and I, I hit him pretty good. And yeah, I almost got ejected, but I didn't. Seriously, but I didn't. Was I it was it a penalty or nothing? Uh, they no no, it wasn't targeting. They thought it was mm. targeting, um, but they talked it over, and I hit him with my shoulder right underneath. Right about uh, sternum level, so it was clean. But the funny part was just hearing the ooh after it. That was fun. That's got to be the best. So is it is it cooler seeing like your teammates jump up and down on the sideline or hearing the crowd just like the roar of the crowd be like, oh my gosh. I mean, it all kind of happens at once, but it's it's a lot of fun. So you're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM talking with senior linebacker number 5 Nate Jones. How did a linebacker get number 5? I showed up uh, uh to camp and my nameplate was on number 5. So that's that's, that's, like, all, that's all I know. That's like a I would think a coveted number. Like that that's would, a sick that number would be, for sure. Um a question for Patrick Hornack. Um because he was the equipment manager at the time. He gave out the numbers. I lucked out with a, a cool number, I guess, um, with number five. But Were you making fun of me right there saying that? No, I mean, everyone's got particular numbers they like, and some people are like, oh, five's a sweet number, seven's a cool number, I don't know. I used to migrate so, to 13 because it's like right. no, no one wanted it, and so right. it's like, hey, defeat Every, the odds, Everyone's right? kind of got their like little niche with what number they think is cool. I don't know. Some A lot of people like 23 because of Jordan, but I don't know. I would say because of LeBron, but it's all good. Yeah, well, some would say that. But who's your college team uh, besides Hillsdale, of course? Uh, Chargers, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I root for um, the Michigan Wolverines in my Jeez, spare time. Dude. Um, both of my parents went there for grad school. so oh. And I had a cousin that played quarterback there in the early 2000s. Wasn't a starter, but... Um, Still huge. Yeah, so I went to a lot of games when I was younger. Um, kind of got right into loving Michigan football. And was that like what, the Chad Henney era? Yeah, Chad Henney. He was uh, no good kidding. friends with Chad Henney. Um, Chad, Mike Hart, little Braylon yep. Edwards, perhaps. Jake Long. He was uh, he was roommates with Zoltan Mesco. His name's um, his ma- name is Jeff Castle. Um, he's the offensive coordinator at University of Texas San Antonio, the Roadrunners. Okay, UTSA. yeah. Uh, he coached Aaron Jones. Probably. Yeah. Or wait, no. Did he go to UTEP? I don't know. The Davenport sure. was the defensive end that just recently went to the NFL, was drafted pretty high from UTSA. So that's the only – I mean, he didn't pers- – he was a wide receivers coach, and then this past year he just got promoted to offensive coordinator. Mm, gotcha. So they would be my third college team I root for. UTSA? Yes. Okay. We've got a wide array. Birds up, bird gang. <laughs> uh, so I see here you won three state championships in high school. Mm-hmm. Right? In football, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously there was the big year for, for the chargers this past year. Mm-hmm. When you have sort of looked, when you look back on your football career, mm-hmm. what's the one game that just sticks out? And it's like, that was like the most fun I ever had playing football. Oh, the most fun. Yeah. 
I was gonna say some of the losses really stick out. Those are ones that grind my gears, but the most fun. Coochtown game was a lot of fun. I mean, we got ourselves into a little bit of a hole in the first half, but when things got rolling in the second half, that was a lot of fun. Um, the Michigan Tech game uh, two years ago at home when we had a 21-point um, comeback in the end, and I don't know, that fourth quarter when things were rolling and we jogged out on the field back for kickoff after we just scored two straight touchdowns, we were down, and I was like, there's no way we lose this game at this point. And that was some of the most fun we had playing football, I think, um, over my career. So, For you, uh, as the middle linebacker, everyone sort of looks at that position as like the leader. Do you, do you view yourself more as a lead-by-example or like a vocal leader? I think you try to do both. Uh, depends on what the team needs. Uh, you try and look around at your guys and see what – see what they need and how you can provide um, some sort of spark for them, whether it's just doing the right things all the time, which I think is, is a critical thing to be a leader, but also a little vocal um, encouragement in times or, or refocus uh, that some guys need um, during the game. So it depends on kind of the, the moment and what's needed, but definitely leading by example is always number one. Um, that vocal part, it's just kind of a little extra. So this past week, it was 13 to zero at halftime defense was just on fire what do you say to the boys knowing that you're going to go out there you're going to keep killing it because that's what the boys do but it's two possessions so it's still a pretty close game what what, what did you say to your to your guys uh we just got to keep doing what we're doing keep swinging eventually the door is going to come down um we're trying to capture their will at this point we don't just want to play well we want to dominate the other team so being up 13 nothing is is good that's a good thing to be winning um, but the job wasn't over yet, and we had to keep keep coming out like we were hungry. We were ready to to prove something to to people that we could we could shut them out and we could play dominating defense and the offense. Um, it was just of keeping at it. You know, eventually you keep swinging, you keep pounding. Eventually that door comes down and and the floodgates come open. And I think we showed that a little bit in the second half. These past two weeks uh, haven't been like super close games for all intents and purposes. Um, is there a point during the game when you sort of see the other team bend to your will, or do you just keep pushing until until zeros? Yes and yes. Um, both games the past few weeks have been pretty close. I mean, they've been they've been definitely competitive through most the majority of the game and the Lake Erie game. Um, we didn't really kind of push our lead out until the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. So um, our our attitude is we're going to play as hard as we can for sixty plus minutes, you know, regardless of what the score is. So. Um, that we're gonna play hard regardless, and then um, you can definitely tell when you capture teams will when they don't when you can tell they don't really want to play that much anymore and they're kind of defeated, um, and that you can just tell by their body language and their attitude and their um, intensity out on the field. When we look at this team, a um, lot of lot of senior leadership graduated last year, and now it's a little bit younger on on the offense for sure. We see that most clearly. Uh, now I think people are sort of getting into their own. They've got their feet wet, four games under them. What can this team do? Um, whatever we, we work uh, towards doing, I think it's a matter of cleaning up a lot of mistakes. Um, we're not perfect by any stretch. We won a couple of games. That's great. Um, but we're definitely not where we want to be, and we can be a championship-type football team um, if we put the work in and, and we stay the course in terms of prep, preparing every day. Um, and having great intensity during every practice, eliminating mistakes. We're going to make mistakes during practice, game plans new each week. 
Um, but but making sure we don't make those the same mistakes twice and that we learn from those mistakes is critical if we want to improve uh, day in and day out and improve, you know, that 1% every day. That's that's kind of a cliche, but it, it's, it's reality if you want to become a championship football team where we're at. Uh, we're coming up on the end of our time, but we do this every week, and maybe you'll be able to open up a little bit. It's a little game that uh, that we like to call fake laugh until you real laugh. Are you familiar with? Fa- I feel like Nate's gonna be really good at this because I feel like he just a lot of to fake. Yeah, he's been stone cold killer the whole laugh. time. So, until so you know how to fake laugh? Fake laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. you do that until you start real laughing, and then that's how we wrap up the that's, interview. That's the entire. That's, how, that's, that's the game. That's, that's the game. That's the game. That's the entire game. So every radio show, dude. Every radio show. You're already show, you furious. You're already so mad right now. You're the third person. Like, come on. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Three, two. One. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I Instantly. I can't Dude, stare. that was so I quick. I can't stare at Marty and not laugh. That's what, that's what Luke said last week, too. Yeah. That's what Luke, he was like, anytime Marty's in the room, the boy's got to be buzzing. Maybe I just got to leave when we do this. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you live with a guy for a summer, you can't stare at him without giggling. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Nate Jones, Concord this week. Championship in our future. Your words, not mine. If we put the work in. There we go. And I'll get a ring. You also said that, so I greatly appreciate that. Uh, Good luck with the rest of the season, and we'll have you on later. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, Nate. You're welcome, Marty. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.